sportsgrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. Sportsgrid.com. Welcome in. It's the morning after. I'm Dubs Anson filling in for Benny Stevens, getting you ready for the big Super Bowl on Sunday, Super Bowl 57. And you're probably thinking, well, where's Ben? Don't worry. Ben's on his way out to Glendale, Arizona for the Super Bowl live from Radio Row. You're going to see some fantastic content and coverage coming up right here on the Sports Grid Network. You'll see it later today. You'll see Ben back in the mix tomorrow morning. All the analysis, the guests stopping by to talk their big plays ahead of Sunday. We got you sorted. Everything you need to know to make a little money for Sunday's big game. I'm excited. I'm I'm already getting the dips ready. What dips are we going to take there on Sunday to watch the big game? Number 57, cannot wait. We got plenty going on in the sports world. We're going to break it all down here this morning. We'll talk a little hoops, a little football. Donnie Brightside joins us in this first hour to break down some of the latest updates. But speaking of updates, let's take a look. At the latest numbers, the Chiefs taken on the Eagles there. I'm absolutely jacked up for this one. Two 14 and three teams, both tried and tested over the course of a season. Jalen Hurts taking on Patty Mahomes. Those Chiefs, three of the four Super Bowls, they're going to make it on Sunday. How can you go against Patty Mahomes, the gamer? A couple of big updates we saw there yesterday. McCole Hardman has been ruled out. Sneed clears concussion protocol. That's that's great news there for the Chiefs' top cornerback. What a, uh, a season he's putting up. 108 combined tackles, so they definitely need him. But the uh, the old numbers, I don't I don't mind what we're seeing. Are we done seeing a bit of movement? I don't know there. Eagles still being favored there. Minus one and a half with a total set at 50 and a click. Everyone's talking about all the points we're going to see on Sunday. High-powered offense, two sensational quarterbacks, but... I don't know. I think we've got to uh, approach that one with a little caution. I can't wait to see uh, Donnie's thoughts on that number. For me, I'm leaning towards the unders there. Yeah, I said it. But how can you go against Patty Mahomes as a dog? 7-1-1 one, and one against the spread. 87.5% as an underdog in his career. I'm just saying. Third Super Bowl in four years. Fantastic stuff for the Chiefs and the Eagles. I'm excited. It's going to be another big day of updates and news coming live from the grounds at Radio Row. So keep it right here on the Sports Grid Network. But it's not only football we're looking ahead to. We got a little NBA, plenty going on in the association. We saw it there last night. Some big results. The Clippers rolling the Nets, the Kings dust off the Rockets, and the Golden State Warriors without Steph had Clay Thompson looking like vintage Clay Thompson. The only problem is we can only get it once every four or five games. I'm sorry, Clay. I said it, but he puts up 41 points there last night to get the job done. But what else is going on with the association? King James, LeBron James, tracking that all-time scoring record, 36 points to go. And the Lakers are going to be out there in full force this evening. The only problem is LeBron James, does he want to do it against the Thunder here tonight? Is this the spot that he wants to try and go all out? And I mean, he's going to have to play pretty good. This is a young OKC team that got 141 points put on him Last night against the Warriors, coming down the road to Los Angeles, Crypto.com Arena. They're getting seven points from the Lakers. I think that's a that's that's a healthy number, given the fact that I think LeBron may try and get 20 of those points tonight. I don't think he wants the full 36. Why? Because what's coming up on Thursday? 
I think he'd rather do it against the Bucks when Giannis and the boys come into town. Say, hey, I'm still the king, baby. I'm still the I'm still the great one here in the association. Taking a look at these numbers, 36 points to go to take over Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's all-time scoring record in the association. Plus 135 to do it tonight. And it is looking like a likely stop there on Thursday, minus 200. And I tend to agree with it. We welcome in our radio listeners, Channel 159, Sirius XM. This is the morning after. Dubs Anderson filling in for Ben Stevens. Benny, already out there at Super Bowl 57, Radio Row. The team will be back in the mix tomorrow. And we got some fantastic content coming up this afternoon and all week long getting you ready for that big game. But we're talking about some of the big games in the hoops tonight, a little basketball talk to get it started. LeBron James, I said it. I don't think uh, he's going to get that scoring record tonight. I think it is looking like a likely spot there on Thursday. Who else is back in the mix? Well, we, we go from one superstar to an up-and-comer who we haven't seen for a minute here. Yes, you know where I'm going with this. D-Book, baby. Devin Booker back in the house. Returns after missing 21 games and the Suns have missed him. The Phoenix Suns are a complete mess. They're going to take on the Brooklyn Nets over there in Brooklyn in their favored. Minus four. Why, Kyrie Irving? He, he's not there. And, and suddenly, the Phoenix Suns are all that in a bag of chips. Please. Taking a look at the record when they have Devin Booker out there on the floor. 18 and 11. Averaging 116 points per game. Without Devin Booker. 11 and 15. Only 108 points per game. That drop-off is a drastic one. Have they missed him? Yes, they absolutely have. Devin Booker's numbers tonight set at 20 and a half. And hey, he's clipped that 66% of his starts. If Devin Booker is healthy and he gets plenty of minutes, I certainly see him going off for a big night over 20 and a half points to be scored. Can the Suns get it done? Look, I think the Nets are not really going to miss Kyrie Irving. They're going to say, well, he's, he's only played half of the games the last couple of seasons anyway. Do we really need him? Or is it good riddance? I think it may be the latter of the two. But excited to see another young superstar out there on the floor. Two contrasting players at the end of their careers. LeBron James chasing that all-time scoring record. Devin Booker back in the mix for the Suns tonight. And where's Kyrie Irving? He's in Dallas with Luka. How is that going to work out? Two ball-handling superstars, young phenoms of the game. Luka, you wanted help? And now you got another version of yourself. Keep it right here. It's the morning after. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welcome back into the morning after. Dubs Anderson getting your Tuesday started right. Plenty coming up here this afternoon in the sports uh, betting world and plenty coming up here on Sunday. Super Bowl 57, the Sports Grid Network live out there at Radio Row, Glendale, Arizona. And I wasn't messing around when I said we got some great uh, guests join us here on the show this morning to break down the big game. It's host of the early line, Donnie Rideside. You see him all across the Sports Grid Network. Donnie, I mean, talking about getting the tough yards. You, you just, I know it's a big week for you. We've got a big game there on Sunday, but what's uh, what's been the early thoughts? I, I don't know if you've got all your tickets placed already. Are you going to hold off till we get later in the week? But uh, how do you see these numbers shaping up? 
Yeah, you almost take that even keel approach here, Dubs, when you take a look at it, because there's two ways you can enter in the market here for the Super Bowl. A lot of people get in the minute the lines come out. I think that's a, if they do have value and advantage, yeah, they would take that. Some people sort of take that week off last week to sort of see where the lines settle in. And then there's people that wait to the last minute, whether it's prop bets getting value or just prop bets to have some fun. I like the Philadelphia Eagles in the Super Bowl dubs, but I haven't yet placed a wager on a side in this game. Waiting to see if we get some line moving here, maybe towards the Chiefs' direction to get a little bit better price point here. But I got a pretty good feeling the Philadelphia Eagles come Sunday, going to be crowned Super Bowl champions for the for the second time in the past five to six years. Yes, yes, Eagles. Wow, fly, Eagles, fly. Any surprises that we're here, Donnie? And when I say that we're here, that it is the Chiefs and the Eagles. The Chiefs making their third start in four years at the Super Bowl. Very impressive stuff. I mean, the talk preseason was no Tyree kill, the cheater. Who's Patty Mahomes going to pass it to? Okay, we got that sorted. And all season long, everyone's trying to put holes through this Eagles schedule like it's Swiss cheese. They're saying, well, have they really been tested and tried? But... Have we got the two best teams showing up on Sunday? We do. And also, Dubs, let's take a look at the season in its totality, right? Starting out the season through about maybe seven, eight weeks. Might have thought in the AFC it was the Buffalo Bills. It was always the Philadelphia Eagles, it felt like here. Maybe a little late surge from the San Francisco 49ers with that win streak moving forward. But we have to understand something that's so critical to football in the NFL. It's being the top seed and all the privileges that come with that. You get a bye week entering into the playoffs here where you can be rested and relaxed. That second week, you'll be at home in the divisional round against a team that just played in the wild card round. And also, if you do make it to the NFC or AFC championship game, it's in your own building and it paid dividends for both of these ball clubs. The two top seeds entering into the playoff subs, the two top seeds now playing for the Super Bowl. It should be a great one. After maybe week 10, 11, or 12, it was pretty clear. It was the Eagles and the Chiefs. We're going to see who was going to falter. Neither one of them did. And here we are in the Super Bowl with a line right around minus one and a half. Should be a doozy come Sunday afternoon. Oh, baby, it should be a doozy. Yeah. And if you take yeah. a look at the records and some of the numbers on paper, it should be a pretty evenly matched matchup on Sunday. And that's the way the book is showing it. Both 14 and three regular season play, mm -hmm. 16 and three, including the playoffs there. Points per game, 28 and 7 uh, for the Chiefs there, 28 and 7 for the Eagles as well. So you can't even split that side of things. But um, if there was an edge coming into Sunday, you believe it's the Eagles, Donnie. In what shape and form are they going to have that edge? Yeah, here's what we want to take a look at, too. It's really hard to go against the Kansas City Chiefs. And if just your moniker is, now hold on now. Andy Reid's got a bye week again before the Super Bowl. Andy Reid's a wonderful coach. He's going to the Hall of Fame. And I get Patrick Mahomes. And, oh, yeah, what's the price point? Minus nine, minus eight, minus seven? No, you're actually getting plus one and a half. So you can't fault the people out there for saying to themselves, you know what, I'm just going to take Mahomes and Andy Reid at a plus money number, and I'll live with it here. But from a flip side, sometimes you have to take the overall likeness of the team. And what I mean by that is who goes up against who and what makes sense here? If I'm looking from a perspective for Kansas City, again, wonderful quarterback. You know the advantage goes that direction. Maybe in head coaching, again, it goes to Andy Reid. But outside of that, offensive line talent, Philadelphia Eagles. Defensive line talent, Philadelphia Eagles. Wide receivers, Philadelphia Eagles. Secondary, Philadelphia Eagles. Pound for a pound for me, Dubs. The best overall team in the NFL, and no surprise during the Super Bowl, is the Philadelphia Eagles. But you still have to go off that, well, 
one of the best quarterbacks, maybe the most talented quarterback to ever lace him up is Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid again, getting two weeks to get prepared here. The one thing that I love the matchup that you're going to want to watch out for, it's a very good offensive line. Don't get me wrong for the Kansas City Chiefs. But that organic pass rush coming from the Philadelphia Eagles front four is, I think, where this game will be decided. If you go back to the two previous Super Bowls, which Kansas City is one and one in those, one victory, one loss. But in both of those, one of those, or should I say in one of those games against Tampa Bay, didn't even score an offensive touchdown there. Three points in the first quarter, three in the second, three in the third, none in the fourth quarter. They were blown away by a very good Tampa Bay defense. But also in the previous Super Bowl before that where Andy Reid did get his championship. They had 10 points with about six minutes to go in the fourth quarter against a very good and capable San Francisco 49ers defense. We saw it in the Super Bowl, even though, again, the Chiefs are one and one and do have a victory that that offense has struggled a bit here. And I think the Eagles defense measures up very good dubs against that offense for the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, I was going to ask you on that point there, Donnie. How much weight do you put on the intangible of having that experience for the Chiefs, you know, playing in a couple of recent Super Bowls against a young Eagle side who hasn't been there and done that before. I mean, can you expect to see any sort of nervous energy in that first half? Maybe we can correlate that to a couple of bets leaning towards the unders if they're trying to fill each other early in this one. It's an interesting point you bring up, too, because Andy Reid dates back to 2020, excuse me, 2004, where he lost his first Super Bowl, finally making it to one against the New England Patriots. But he does have a win under his belt since then and also a loss. He's been there three different ways. He's going to know what works and what doesn't work. For the Philadelphia Eagles, there's not much left over from the 2017 team, including coaches themselves. Offensive line coach Jeff Stoutland, one of the best in the NFL. He's been around. But Nick Sirianni, second year in the league here. Same thing with two younger coordinators. They're going to lean on some of those veteran guys, but it's always nice to know from a head coaching position all the way down, been there, done that before. Hey, do you remember the last Super Bowl we lost? Boy, maybe we should have taken it a little bit easier on that Thursday practice round. Slight advantage to the Chiefs here. Yeah, I like that uh, Sirianni. I wonder if he's having flashbacks to when he was let go as uh, the, what was he, the wide receivers coach for- uh, Wide receiver coach. Back in the, yep. d- yeah, yeah, that's right. So he's got a bit of extra motivation, but uh, all the talks about these quarterbacks- um, standout performers on Sunday. When we take a look at the MVP market, it's one that's heavily thrown towards the quarterbacks. With that being said, it was Cooper Cup last year who uh, who, who got the uh, the biscuits there. But who are you looking to have a big matchup on Sunday? Oh, we can see, you know, Hurts and Mahomes on screen. But if it wasn't one of the quarterbacks, Donnie, amongst the MVP market, who would you be looking at with a bit of a number next to him? Yeah, it's pretty interesting to play out because typically we like to give it to the superstar of each football team. And for leading into the Super Bowl, the superstar here, Jalen Hurts, the superstar, obviously, for Patrick Mahomes. But the price point there, certainly, that's going to be the favorites in the market, as you see, plus 130 both sides here. You would figure the winner, the winning team, probably the quarterback is going to have a decent performance and they'll get that. But if you're sliding it down, it's a little bit harder for me to try to focus in on an exact eagle because of the way that they've been winning. Talking about the Philadelphia Eagles over the past couple weeks, we've seen Boston Scott score touchdowns. Kenneth Gainwell score touchdowns. Jalen Hurts uses his leg and score touchdowns. Haven't seen a ton out of the wide receiver position, and also Dallas Goddard is very good. Now, also, what you might want to keep your eye on, Maybe a defensive player here for the Philadelphia Eagles to enter into the market. Hassan Reddick might have been the MVP of the NFC Championship game. It's hard to give it to a defensive guy. 
But if we're looking from a Kansas City perspective, could it be Isaiah Pacheco? What's he going to have to have, Dubs? Two, three touchdowns in that game to probably cash that in. The wide receiver position, not a lot of standouts. Juju Smith-Schuster banged up. He's going to play. Looks like Kadarius Toney is going to play. McCall Hardman will not play in this one. But doesn't it really feel like it centers around there? Travis Kelsey had a 16-to-1 price. Outside of the quarterbacks, if I could take two guys, that make the most sense on offense. Probably A.J. Brown at 18 to 1 price and Travis Kelsey at 16 to 1. I know they're the low men on the totem pole, but opposed to reaching down for maybe a Hassan Reddick there, I think those guys honestly make the most sense, Dubs. Yeah, I like that. Last defensive player, Von Miller, with six tackles. Uh, what do you get? 2.5 sacks and one pass defended. Yeah. So yeah. maybe we take a look at a couple of deep bombs there. Donnie Wrightside breaking it all down here on a Tuesday morning. Plenty coming up after the break, the morning after. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welcome back into the morning after. Happy Tuesday. Dubs Anderson alongside Donnie Wrightside breaking down Super Bowl 57 coming up there on Sunday. Just in case you didn't know, yes, Super Bowl on Sunday. A lot of sports in Phoenix this week, Donnie. They also got the golf going on. But let's make some money. Taking a look at some of these prop markets offered up by the FanDuel Sportsbook. What a time to be alive. I mean, you can absolutely bet on anything and everything going into the big game on Sunday. But uh, taking a look at the big performers here, some of the passing props, you know, Patty Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, uh, we mentioned before the break there, if we do expect big games, it's going to be coming from these two at center. Jalen Hurts, a little concerned that maybe something's going on with the shoulder. Donnie, I don't know if you've if you've heard uh, that Hurts may be playing with uh, a little bang up there. And then Patty Mahomes, we know uh, the wheels have, uh, have, have been a, a little factor for him, but we saw in that last game. They didn't slow him down, Donnie. You know, Mahomes is going to do whatever it takes to win this game. How do you like those those passing props? Are yeah, they generous? If we're looking from a passing, I, I think they are a little bit generous here. And it's going to sort of factor into what you think the betting scape is going to be for this game. If you think the total's going over, well, you look at Patrick Mahomes at 292.5, and you look at Jalen Hurts at 238.5, and you say to yourself, like, come on now, shoot out both these teams in the 30s. They're going to easily pass those over. But one of the first wagers I actually placed on the Super Bowl here as a prop bet, Dubs, was to Patrick Mahomes passing prop to the under. So if we take a look at that 292 and a half, I like the under. And it doesn't have anything to say about Patrick Mahomes can't throw for 300 plus yards. We know Patrick Mahomes can throw for 300 plus yards, regardless against any defense it is. But you also have to recognize what type of game flow you're going to get. If the Philadelphia Eagles get a lead and take the air out of the football, Dubs, it doesn't matter what Patrick Mahomes is going to do on offense. Because if you have limited opportunities, you're not going to scorch this Eagles defense. And the one thing we do know, the Eagles secondary is very good. And we already talked about the great pass rush, a historic pass rush out of the Eagles front four. So you don't have to blitz all that much against Patrick Mahomes. So if you're trying to make an angle towards Mahomes and say, well, Donnie, why do you think he's going to be under, let's just say, 300 yards? Because, again, the opportunities, if the Eagles are running the football and running it well, which I think they will in the Super Bowl, what does that mean, Dubs? Four-minute drives, five-minute drives, six-minute drives, keeping Patrick Mahomes off the field because if he doesn't have carte blanche, and let's just say the Eagles aren't going three and out or three-play scoring drives, Patrick Mahomes might only see the football a, a time or two per quarter here, which then he would have to be perfect. 
Let's also keep in mind, Dubs, throughout the regular season, the Philadelphia Eagles and what they provided to us on defense. Only one quarterback going over the 300-yard mark, and that was Dak Prescott. And keep in mind in that game, the Eagles are down two starters in their secondary. Chauncey Gardner-Johnson was already out before the game. Avante Maddox, the, the slot corner for the Eagles, was knocked out during that football game. So a little bit easier for CeeDee Lamb to get open against a third or fourth string type of guy that was playing that slot corner in Josiah Scott. That's not going to happen here in the Super Bowl. And also, let's keep in mind, Yes, they are professional athletes, but there are some nerves that will be involved. So even if the Chiefs do have a lead in the second half, maybe it's not Patrick, Patrick Mahomes' arms that's going to be extending the drives. It's the hard running from Isaiah Pacheco. I'm going to take the you know counter culture, I should say, here with Patrick Mahomes and go to the under 292 and a half. Again, I'm not saying he's going to have a bad game. I just think the opportunities, Dubs, might be limited here. Oh, I like it, Donnie. You know, I'm leaning towards mm -hmm. the unders with the uh, the points yeah. total there on Sunday afternoon. So that correlates with my thinking. You've got mm -hmm. to keep Patty Mahomes off the field there for the Chiefs. I mean, I, I don't know. You know it's going to be Kelsey and Mahomes. Surely you can figure out a way to slow them down. But for the Eagles to spend more time out there on the field, Donnie, it's going to be that run game. And we've seen that backfield. It's absolutely loaded for Philly. We know Jalen Hurts yeah. has the wheels. He's probably going to try and go for 50-plus yards if that body is ready to go, which I expect it will be. He's had a couple of weeks rest coming into this one. But who else is it going to be rushing there for the Eagles? Are you looking at the likes of Sanders, Gainwell, only 19 and a half points? I mean, he went for triple digits only a few weeks ago, Donnie. I'm telling you, it's the toughest market to try to buy into because you have feelings on – and again, get back to your one point that you brought up too – uh, passing performance, right? Jalen Hurts. He is still a little bit banged up. He's been actually very honest, which is unlike most professional athletes. How do you feel on your shoulder? Feels great, 100%, no excuses. That's what most people are saying, or most people really would say in their spot. But he's actually been honest, and look, it's still a little bit sore. And rightfully so, with the first two games in the playoffs, the divisional round, and also the NFC Championship game, he haven't needed to use his arm here. The Eagles have been clobbering their opponents, both the New York Giants and the San Francisco 49ers, just running the football in the second half. So we do expect Jalen Hurts' performance to be a little bit different, and also probably not the Eagles having a two-plus touchdown advantage at the half where they don't need to score any points in the second half half we've seen it before in playoffs where Patrick Holmes gets down multiple touchdowns and still able to come back but getting back to the running back market it's easy to take a look at Jalen Hurts right 49 and a half here actually leading the Eagles backfield outside of Miles Sanders but the tough part is is it seems like it's Miles Sanders a lot dubs in the first half and then a mixed match of running backs is the Eagles trust all three and even in the touchdown scoring markets here right it's easy to say you know what let me just take the the good old Kenneth Gainwell touchdown, Boston Scott touchdown, two big prices. One of them gets in your cash with a legitimate chance that they both might get into it. So from an Eagles perspective, do I think Miles Sanders can get the 61 and a half? I do. Do I think Jalen Hurts can get the over 49 and a half? I do. But even trying to extend that, I did take a prop on Jalen Hurts' longest rush dubs to be over 12 and a half yards. If you're thinking he's going to get 50 yards, that's probably not 10 carries at five yards a pop in order to get that. He's probably going to have one third and seven where maybe Kansas City lights up and brings a defense where he gets loose and can run for 15 plus yards. I think that makes some sense. Talking about a Kansas City side here, Isaiah Pacheco, 46 and a half yards. Here's the interesting thing we're going to have to watch out for. Now, granted, Isaiah Pacheco has had a very good rookie season. He overtook Clyde Edwards-Alaire even before the injury. But as you saw yesterday, big moves by the Kansas City Chiefs. Why is that? 
Clyde Edwards-Alaire is going to be activated for the Super Bowl. That gives another player in that backfield. The one guy also to keep an eye on, who does that probably eat into his carries? Maybe a little bit for Jarek McKinnon, that Swiss Army knife out of the backfield, who again, passed over CEH as well, even with that injury. So a little bit convoluted backfield seal, the cloudiness that pops up. Maybe the most honest opinion would be Jalen Hurts at 49 and a half. If he runs for 50 plus yards, really good chance the Eagles offense is absolutely humming. If Jalen Hurts only has 15, 20 or 25 yard stubs, they might be a little bit of trouble. So let's take out all of the backs here and roll quarterback here with Jalen Hurts over his longest rush and also to get 50 more rushing yards here at the FanDuel Sportsbook. Love it. I'm going to ride uh, Jalen Hurts there. More than 49 and a half rushing yards on Sunday yep. to get the bag for us. And we know the Eagles, Donnie, how good they are with a lead. They start fast in that first half. Yep. And once they get up and they lean on that uh, run game, hey, they, they could try and close this thing out. So if we're not taking a look at the rushing there on Sunday, we've got to speak about some of these uh, receiving plays. I mentioned it uh, a little earlier. Patty Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. I mean, how can you not slow down Travis Kelsey, taking a look at those numbers, seven and a half receptions, 78 and a half is the number in an anytime touchdown score, minus 125. You can see the numbers there for AJ Brown and Devonta Smith. I think they're going to have big games as well. But what's the key to slowing down Travis Kelsey? Or do you expect him to have another breakout game here on Sunday in the Super Bowl? It's, it's crazy, too, Dubs, when you look at it, right? It should be the easiest thing in football. You enter into a Kansas City Chiefs game, and your defensive coordinator goes, okay, rule number one, we know it's Mahomes back there. Let's just take away his best weapon in Travis Kelsey. Nobody's able to do that here. And even though you have a lot of banged-up wide receivers here for the Kansas City Chiefs, he's going to get his. Because why? Andy Reid is a wonderful play caller, and Travis Kelsey might be the most talented tight end we've ever seen in the NFL. But it still is a little eye-popping to say, okay, how can I cash a ticket on a receiving prop? Hey, Kelsey had six catches out there. Fantastic, right? No, he didn't cash it. Oh, he got seven catches, and he still didn't cash it. He needs eight catches in this game to cash in that ticket. And let's also take a look at, typically a wide receiver is going to lead the charge for your offense. Kelsey's coming in at 79 and a half yards. So we're saying to ourselves, let's just say eight catches for 80 yards. That is a fantastic performance, and that just scrapes by in cashing both of those tickets there. We know Kelsey's going to get his, but I tell you what, look on the opposite side of the field, Dubsy. Same position at tight end, Dallas Goddard. This line has been on the move for the past week and a half and now up to 50 and a half yards. I always say this. Kansas City likes to get pressure on the quarterback. That's what their defensive coordinator, Steve Spagnuolo, does. And the easiest pass for a quarterback to make is either a dump off in the flat to a running back or five to eight yards over the middle for a tight end. The one thing that we do like out of Dallas Goddard here in Philadelphia, he's very athletic. He's great run after the catch. How many times do you see tight ends downfield catch a 10-yard pass and just fall down there? Mission accomplished, job done. Not the case with Dallas Goddard. They use him in so many different ways, even on some of those rocket screens that are typically to a wide receiver. His 50 and a half makes a lot of sense. But I got to tell you, it feels like now or never for the Eagles at the wide, wide receiver position dubs to get after A.J. Brown. He's been silent. Even if you watch the 49ers game where the Eagles didn't have to do anything in the second half, there was a deep ball that Jalen Hurts missed, which would have been a 65-plus yard touchdown pass. I'm expecting a big performance out of A.J. Brown. 
So quick synopsis here. You're not going to stop Travis Kelsey. He's going to be right around that number. Dallas Goddard is a very good outlet here to get 50 yards or more. But A.J. Brown is that top flight guy to take the top off the defense and could have one of those five catches for 125-yard performances here in the Super Bowl. A lot of options, a lot of superstars. That's just the way I see it, Dubsy. Oh, I love it, Donnie. Breaking it all down, the big game on Sunday. But how are we going to start yeah. this game? You know, if, if we get close, who's going to be that strike weapon in the red zone? Are you going to hit Travis Kelsey for an anytime tud? Are you going to look at Dallas Goddard on the Eagles side of the ball to get one into the house? I'm telling you right now, if the Eagles, again, these teams are going to be in the red zone. And I'll just keep it, keep it clean and keep it short here. It would shock me if Jalen Hurts does not run a touchdown in in Super Bowl 57, Dubsy. I love Jalen Hurts to score a touchdown with his legs in this game. Jalen Hurts at even money for an anytime score there on Let's Sunday. Go. I mean, yeah. you've done worse things, sports bettors. You've <laughs> done worse things. Keep it right here the morning after. Plenty more after the break. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. It's the morning after. The club going up on a Tuesday right here on the Sports Grid Network. Dubs Ennis alongside Donnie Rideside breaking down the big game on Sunday. Super Bowl 57. Chiefs taking on the Eagles. Donnie's leaning Eagles. I'm leaning unders. But defense wins championships. Defense wins big games. I don't care what the sport is there, Donnie. Who's got the edge? Eagles or the Chiefs? Yeah, Who's I, getting after her? I, I think the Eagles, Dubs, have the better defense overall. And I've stated that before, and it's been that way. And also, it's not really a saying you say, well, well, of course they're going to have a better defense than the Chiefs. So if we take a look at pro football focus, the Chiefs, Dubs, actually coming in number five overall, which is pretty impressive for them because they do quite a few things well. But the Eagles just about do everything well. And also, Dubs, sometimes we take a look at historic levels. It's easy to say, yeah, the Eagles have a very good pass rush. What if I were to tell you if the Eagles get five sacks in the Super Bowl? I grant it, it might be a tough, tough test to do, but that would be the most sacks in the history of football throughout an entire season, including the playoffs. That would be ridiculous if that happens, but that's how good the pass rush is. And as I stated, the way to get to Patrick Mahomes isn't bringing extra pass rushers and blitzing seven guys, leaving your secondary vulnerable. It's having that organic pass rush with a strong secondary to try to hold him down. Now, if you try to equate that to the Super Bowl itself, Look, the Eagles are going to get sacks. How many? Granted, that's why we're handicappers. You're trying to figure that out. But it's not as easy as it might have been versus, let's just say, the New York Giants. You're looking at a very good offensive line for Kansas City and a quarterback here, Dubs, that knows what's coming. You think you're bringing a blitz here and Patrick Mahomes hasn't seen it before? Just flip on the tape. Watch Patrick Mahomes, even with a high ankle sprain, elude the pass rush and throw touchdown passes. He's not a sitting duck in the pocket, and this extra week off is certainly going to help his ankle here. But from the market itself, Hassan Reddick is the lead dog here for the charge for the Philadelphia Eagles. To get a sack, you're going to pay for it, minus 164. But if you're looking more of that interior, Javon Hargrave has a sensational season for the Eagles. He's plus 168, or Josh Sweat on the opposite side, a great defensive end at a plus 136 price. But look, 
There are two defenses out there. There are superstars even on the opposite side of the ball dubs for the Kansas City Chiefs at rushing the passer. Now, granted, the Eagles, to me, probably have pound for pound the best offensive line overall in football. But that doesn't mean your guy can get beat. We've seen Jalen Hurts get sacked quite a bit this season. Chris Jones, minus 118 from the defensive tackle position to get a sack. Frank Clark, a plus 124. Because as much dubs as we focus on that Eagles defensive line, the Chiefs got some dogs on their defensive line, too. Woof, woof, woof. Dogs be a barking. What about mm-hmm. my Aussie, uh, Jordan Mayata there for the Philadelphia the Eagles? Love seeing an Aussie play in the Super Bowl. So uh, excited for Jordan coming up there on Sunday, but excited for the betters, Donnie. You look at Sunday's game, and you, you know we've, we've taken a look at the passing uh, props, receiving props. There's an absolute bevy of options. You can literally bet on what, what, what time they're going to tie their shoelaces before they go out there and attack this big game. But how do you attach, I mean, attack some of these props? I mean, you know, opening kickoff, is there going to be a touchback? Minus 172 for the yes, plus 132, no. Minus money, Donnie. Are we living on the edge there? AJ Brown, four and, four and over receptions. Travis Kelsey, five plus receptions, minus 200. And Jalen Hurts or Patty Mahomes for 50 or more rushing yards. Minus 150. Is this a trap, Donnie? Minus money for a prop play? So, uh, by the way, that last one is very interesting to me, too, because as you read it, Jalen Hurts or Patrick Mahomes, 50-plus rush yards. So this, I'm assuming that means either one of them to go over 50. You know, Patrick Mahomes is a high ankle sprain. Why don't you just take Jalen Hurts yeah. here over the 50-and-a-half rush yards by himself and probably take that down at a better price? But I don't know if that actually meant combined 50 rushing yards for both. But even said that again, We're not looking for a lot of rushing yards out of Patrick Mahomes, and rightfully so, with that ankle. But there are a couple interesting ones. By the way, on that graphic, it's an interesting one, too, because there's two ways you can play this off. The first kickoff of the game, being a touchback or not, I always find that, you know, maddening because you can get a touchback where the kicker kicks it clean out of the end zone and there's no chance they return it. You can also get a design shorter kick that lands at the five-yard line, try to cover it, Dubs, and maybe tackle them at the 20 or 25-yard line to keep them short of what you would get from a touchback. But the one that always gets me when you bet this, I mean, we're trying to be heroes a lot of the time, and kick returners might not factor into the rest of the game, but they know one thing's for sure. All the light bulbs, all the cameras, they're focused on me. That ball's kicked eight yards deep in the end zone. I want to shine. Let me get my shine on and return this kick back to the 12-yard line. You go, what? I just lost my bet because this guy returned it eight yards from out of the back of the end zone. Some of these prop bets are, you know, a lot of coin flips here that you can have some fun with as opposed to what we were talking about, like more, you know, rushing and receiving type yards. But you can have a great kickoff and not get the touchback. Those are the ones that hurt, Dubs. Yeah, i got to find the number to score off the kickoff. I guarantee there's a market for it. I just can't find oh, the yeah. number. But, uh, D- Donnie, say we go against the game script. You know, we, we see the Eagles yeah. as getting off to a hot start. But say they're behind mm-hmm. and we come back in the second half and they have to put up some points. Could we see a couple of deep bombs from Jalen Hurts or Patty Mahomes? There's a market here over 59 and a half yards as the longest reception. Three to one. I like that. A.J. Brown. Devante Smith, over 199 combined receiving yards at 5-1. to one. What do you think? If the Eagles are trailing, would you attack those? Here's the tough part about it, too, because the Eagles throughout the season were a very good but, offense. And also, if you're counterpunched, which you figure Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs would do. The reason I'm bringing this up is I took quite a few prop bets outside of the anytime touchdown scorers market dubs, and I'm scratching my head going, come on, man. The Eagles are up by so much at the half. Quarterbacks are getting knocked out. They don't have to throw the ball in the second half. 
So maybe we're getting value here because you take a look at two big-time wide receivers on the Philadelphia Eagles with Devonta Smith and A.J. Brown, 199.5. That's a lot of yards. But if you factor in a game with the potential for both of these teams to be at least in the high 20s, there's going to be touchdowns. There's going to be big plays that are going to be had. There's going to be deep shots. Now, again, it would be nice if Tyreek Hill was on the field for the Kansas City Chiefs because that always adds to the excitement. And at any given moment, whether it's a two-yard slant pass or a 20-yard out or even a 40-yard deep bomb, there's a chance he could go over those totals. But I do expect some big plays to be made. And if I'm looking towards the Eagles to win this football game, Dubs, it's only me slanting it to the Eagles' side. I can see it. Devonta Smith deep ball here. I can see it. A.J. Brown deep ball. Now, the only drawback that could possibly be dubs at this point is if you're still worried about Jalen Hurts' arm and or arm strength. You saw him the last two weeks take a couple deep shots here, not exactly connecting, but the willingness to try. And as I said, last week against the 49ers, there was a great shot here where A.J. Brown was three, four yards behind the DB, not able to connect. I do think that's going to happen. And of course, Patrick Mahomes gets an extra two, three seconds in the pocket. How many times have we seen him rip off a 60-yard cannon shot downfield? It could happen here. I would expect more big plays than not in this game, Dubs. Big plays, deep bombs. What about some long shots? I'm going to throw a couple at you here, Donnie. Let me know which Let's one go. stands out to you yeah. so we can make a couple of shackles here. The Eagles, over three and a half rushing yards at 13 to one. We like that number. A non-quarterback to throw a tud at 20 to one and both Kelsey brothers to score a touchdown at 200 to one. Okay, that I'm sorry. I, I can't see that one happening. Which out of the three do you like here, Donnie? Yeah, I think the FanDuel Sportsbook trying to have an extra office party with that Kelsey Brothers to score a touchdown because <laughs> it feels like it's something you have to bet just out of necessity. Yeah. I don't think it's going to happen because I have no idea how Jason Kelsey can actually get out there and catch a touchdown pass. But also, taking a look at the Eagles over three and a half rushing touchdowns, it does make some sense. If we're looking yeah. at getting into the red zone, and if the Eagles have the lead, they love to run the football. How many times have we seen, Dubs, the Eagles inside the five-yard line? It's either a handoff for two or three yards, followed by two straight quarterback sneaks if the first one doesn't last. If we're looking at some of those long-shot tickets here that make sense, the Eagles getting four rushing touchdowns. Yes, it's hard to do, but that is a nice ticket behind it. And all you need is that good start. First half, you get a rushing touchdown from Jalen Hurts. Late first half, you get a Boston Scott touchdown. And away you go at that point. The way the Eagles are going to win this football game is probably going to be in the air to open up the offense. But the ground and pound inside the 20 in that red zone with that big, nasty offensive line and multiple ways to run the football, which includes your quarterback, there's a legitimate chance that you can cash a 13-1 ticket. But at least get that good start, right? Eagles get two touchdowns in the first half, both on the ground. There you are, halfway done there to a 13-1 ticket. Yeah, I like that. The uh, the beauty of the Super Bowl, so many different ways to get invested and have some fun uh, ahead of the big game on Sunday. Make sure you do it with the FanDuel Sportsbook. What about um, score, Donnie? This is uh, a very particular market, but you can approach it in a couple of general ways. I'm going to throw out the winning score, 31 to 28. Boys, make sure you clip that so I can rewind it there on Sunday afternoon. But will there be a scoregami? A scoregami, Donnie. Break this one down for the betters. At yes, 18-1. Yeah, to one. I think it now see I'm as I'm trying to scoreagami typically is there's been a, never a score of that you know finality in NFL yeah. history. But I would like to have clarity if that scoreagami is just on the Super Bowl, which I think it probably is at this point. So 18 to 1 price, probably decent, but this again, more of a coin flip type thought process behind it. 
repeat Super Bowl final score. Probably more likely that that happens at a plus 470 price, as always, because the 18 to 1 is a little bit higher, that price point there. It's one market I won't be participating in, but I know people love it. Like, hey, Scorigami, I don't know, 14 to 9 final score in the Super Bowl to get it done. Always interesting, certainly in my book. Yeah, no touchdowns to be scored. I'm sure there'll be a better out there somewhere who's uh, leaning towards no excitement on Sunday afternoon. But we need to have a bit of fun. So will there be a Scorigami at 18-1? to 1? I'll probably leave that one alone as well. But uh, what about some of these other fun markets we can approach? Yeah. I mean, they've got the national anthem, the duration, how long that's going to go for, the coin toss. I mean, when it comes to the coin toss, it's always going to be tails, right, Donnie? I feel like you look at a coin on the tail side, it's a little heavier. Yeah. It's going to, you know, the gravity is going to take that yeah. and we'll be upwards once we get to the bottom of the top there. How do you approach the coin toss and what do you factor into with your handicapping when you approach a pretty serious market like the coin toss, Donnie? How about that? Like the coin toss, right? What's the handicapping edge? It's because of the saying, <laughs> yeah. right? Tails never fail. So obviously, yeah. it's always going to land on tails at that point. But there are some longer shot markets here that I do think make some sense here. How about this one, Dubs? Last time we saw the Philadelphia Eagles in the Super Bowl, there is now a stadium, or excuse me, outside the stadium at Lincoln Financial Field, a concrete statue of Doug Peterson and Nick Foles as they were calling the Philly special, which you remind yourself, it was a reverse play, which had a player throw to a quarterback scoring a touchdown. That quarterback was Nick Foles. Could you see, Dubs, late in this game, Nick Sirianni, an homage to the 2017 team by throwing a touchdown pass, and the person catching that would be Jalen Hurts. If that does happen, a 50-to-1 price here. Who knows if they can level up? It would be wild and insanity if they tried it, particularly in a close football game. But if there is some leeway, a double-digit lead with four or five minutes to go, keep an eye on that one here. And we know, Dubs, Andy Reid loves his offensive linemen. Take a look at this price point. Any offensive lineman to score a receiving touchdown, the good old tackle-eligible play, that's a 30-to-1 price point. And if we're getting a little bit tricky, how about anybody outside of a quarterback to throw a touchdown pass at 20-to-1? A lot of fun markets when you get down in that red zone. But that 50-to-1 here where Sirianni goes, you know what? I'm going to make another mark here in the Super Bowl and run the Philly special again. Would blow the roof off of DRS's house here as we watch the Super Bowl. <laughs> Take the top off, baby. Donnie Brightside breaking down the big game yep. on Sunday with us here on a Tuesday morning. Donnie, final one I'm going to throw at you. And I've got Ben Stevens going around Glendale to see what's flying off the shelves. The color of the Gatorade being poured mm. on the winning coach on Sunday. I'm liking blue at plus 370. What is it, Donnie? I like, I like purple. I drink purple. I'm going with they like purple as well. How about that? Another value bomb. Donnie Brightside, plenty more coming up after the break. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welcome back into the morning after. I'm Dubs Anderson filling in for Benny Stevens. Where's Ben? He's headed to the Super Bowl. The team's out there at Radio Row for the Sports Grid Network. You'll see some fantastic content and programming coming up this afternoon. All the guests, analysis, picks you need ahead of the big game 
on Sunday. Um, ben will be back in the mix there tomorrow. So very excited. We appreciate Donny Rideside joining us here in the first hour, breaking down some of the uh, early looks that he's leaning towards to make a couple of dollars there. The Chiefs taken on the Eagles. But you know what time it is here on a Tuesday morning? It's time to play Guess the Line. It's Chiefs, it's Eagles, this line, it's all over the place. And I expect to see a little bit more movement ahead of Sunday. But you've got to watch that smart money coming in late. As it stands right now, the Eagles favored minus 122 there, minus one and a half on the spread. But it's the total which has my attention at 50 and a half points set for your projected total. You can see on that graphic, 49 and a half. I think it's going to go up. I think we get to 51 and a half points as the total. Now, I do expect a lot of late money to come in towards that unders. Maybe we're going to see that number drive up the closer we get to the weekend. But that's when we pounce. That's when we pounce. Everyone's going to have a little dabble with Super Bowl betting. And what's the first thought? It's Patrick Mahomes. It's Jalen Hurts. Two gunslingers at quarterback for their respective sides. We're going to see plenty of offense, plenty of points. It doesn't work out that way in the big games. There's always a lot of nervous energy. You look at the defense, both sides of the ball. Beast, they're coming after them. They're going to get after those quarterbacks, and both of them are a little banged up. So I think we see this number finish at 51 and a click for the total points projected for the big game on Sunday, Super Bowl 57. But what am I going to play? I'm going to play that unders, baby. Give me the unders for the big one on Sunday. And now I'm going to start thinking, what dip am I going to take to the big game? Is it guacamole? Is it hummus? Are we doing a layer dip? If you're doing a layer dip for the Super Bowl on Sunday, you've got too much time on your hands. Go and get those tickets in. Plenty more coming up after the break.